Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, What's at the core of the American way, our Constitution, and, and, and what's at the core of our Constitution, freedom, and, and, and what type of freedom as numero uno, right, religious liberty, and a very important, enormously important, brilliant decision uh, by a federal judge in Denver over the weekend, Judge Daniel Domenico, who blocked Colorado's new law, which banned abortion pill reversal. And we've talked a lot about this on air. And and think about this. He had all these phonies running around, right? Like Jared Polis uh, saying, oh, we're all for choice, women's choice, everything else. But what did Polis and, and all of the lefties and the whole abortion industry want to do? They wanted to take away the choice of a woman to stop an abortion because more than half the abortions right now are chemical. And so what Polis and, and the rest of the left and, and the abortion complex wanted to do was to say to a woman, uh-uh, once you've taken that first pill, uh-uh, that's too late. You don't get to change your mind. You don't get to reverse it. you got to kill that baby. So, yeah, all these, these big proponents of choice, right? And they passed, first in the nation, this bizarre law that said a woman couldn't change her mind and pursue abortion pill reversal. And, uh, and, and it has worked. We've, we've had people on the show talking about the medicine in depth. This has worked, not in every case, but there's a procedure out there that can work in some cases to reverse the chemical abortion once it's started. So, of course, you know, Polis and, and the far left in Colorado, they want to take that choice away from a woman. And uh, fortunately, you know, right to life forces, religious liberty forces, others, you know, stood up to fight that in court. And I'll give you a quick summary from the Colorado Sun, but this is of enormous importance on multiple fronts. A federal judge late Saturday blocked the state from enforcing a first in the nation law. First of all, what does that tell you? You got all of these ferocious rabid, radical pro-abortionist in different states around America, yet Colorado's the first to even try to pass a law like this, taking the right away from a woman to change her mind during abortion. The first in the nation law that bans so-called abortion pill reversal in Colorado. I'm reading the Colorado uh, Spring Sun, pardon me, the, the Colorado Sun version of the story. U.S. District Judge Daniel Domenico granted a preliminary injunction against the law on behalf of a Catholic health clinic in Inglewood that argues the measure violates its religious freedom and infringes upon its First Amendment rights. The clinic, Bella Health and Wellness, says it has provided reversal treatment to dozens of women over recent years. Quote, they're quoting the Judge Dominico's order here. There is no question whether uh, the law he's referring to burdens Bella Health's free exercise of religion. 
Domenico wrote in his ruling, quote, it does. Bella Health considers it a religious obligation to provide treatment for pregnant mothers and to protect unborn life if the mother seeks to stop or reverse an abortion. In blocking enforcement of the ban on abortion pill reversal, Domenico also blocked another portion of the law that could have seen anti-abortion clinics face consumer protection sanctions for misleading advertising that implied they offer abortions when they do not. Now, that's the way the story's written, but the reality is (laughs) these pro-life clinics, these these pregnancy centers that are out there just to save lives, they're not misleading anybody. They're speaking the truth. But of course, the left, the abortion industry, polis, they're the ones misleading people, so they label the truth as misinformation. You know, that's just the era we live in. And the left lies about so very much, starting with abortion. So a tremendous victory, a tremendous... uh, religious liberty victory uh, from this brilliantly reasoned uh, federal judge in Denver. And it's a, it's a victory as well for pro-life forces. Above all, right, it's a victory for the mothers who change their mind and want to stop the abortion. And the fact that Jared Polis would want to take that choice away from them to stop an abortion in progress, what does that tell you about Polis? What does that tell you about all of these pro-abortion forces? I think it tells you everything. 855-405-8255. I want to get some texts and back to the phone lines. If you just joined us, thank you. Uh, We're talking, of course, we're we're always centering the conversation around what's happening in Israel because, obviously, we're closer to World War III than we have been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. So we're bringing you the latest. The latest today includes the release of two Israeli hostages, two elderly women, uh, the barbarians are still keeping the husbands of the women and a deal to release 50 hostages, which is apparently reportedly very close to completion. Uh, that deal being held up because Hamas is insisting on lots and lots of fuel being given to Hamas by Israel being allowed into Gaza as part of that deal. Uh, I thought it was interesting. ABC News at the top, which is often just lefty political propaganda, as distinguished from our tremendous local newsroom, which you hear after ABC News at the top. ABC News at the top referring to this as the Israel-Hamas war. Do you have any problem with that, Ryan? i got a big problem with that. The Israel-Hamas war. I'm curious, what is your problem with it? My problem with that is... It puts Israel in the role of instigator. Ah. Israel's not in the role of instigator here. Israel's trying to survive by responding to one of the most savage attacks seen in modern times. So now this same ABC News, which which covered America's self-defense efforts as the war on terror, that's what this should be called. This should be called the war on terror, Israel's war on terror. This isn't the Israel-Hamas war like Israel instigating a war. You can text us, Dan57739. Uh, Dan, have you noticed how little we're talking about the Biden corruption now that this war has started? Is that a coincidence? Yes, Texter, I do believe it's a coincidence. Uh, I believe it's also the product of, you know, the, the knucklehead caucus that threw out Kevin McCarthy and shut down the operation of Congress, which includes, you know, the operation of the impeachment inquiry, 
which was gaining tremendous steam after the great work of the Oversight Committee. And lost in all of that, Ryan, I know you saw it, is the the reporting now from from the Oversight Committee that it has proof. 200 large, 200,000 to Joe Biden. It's 200,000 to Joe Biden from his brother after his brother received a large amount in, in the form of a very suspect loan from another suspect entity. So... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we've got uh, we've got that development. But, yeah, all of that stuff being drowned out right now uh, by and, and understandably by the war. But if the knuckleheads hadn't shut down the GOP led Congress, we, we'd at least be getting regular updates. This summer, Joe Biden said, where's the money? Well, we found some. We're still digging into evidence subpoenaed from bank accounts belonging to Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, and James and Sarah Biden, the brother and sister-in-law of the president. A document that we're releasing today raises new questions about how President Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his last name and their access to him. Bank records obtained by the House Committee on Oversight have revealed a $200,000 direct payment from James and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden in the form of a personal check. Hmm. What a coincidence. This summer, Joe Biden said, where's the money? Well, we found some. Yeah, okay, I'd listen to that twice. That's pretty good. We're still digging into evidence subpoena. Yes, so they've got this 200000 now, and uh, James Comer, head of the Oversight Committee, elaborates on that. AmeriCorps. A distressed company loaned money to James Biden, who then sent it to Joe Biden. Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. Right. Some immediate questions President Biden must answer for the American people. And then it goes on from there with very good questions. But the point is... Even before this, right, there's lots and lots of evidence that Joe Biden has directly received money as a result of this corruption. Uh, The 10 percent to the big guy, the Hunter Biden saying he's been paying Joe Biden's bills. But here's the key point. Even if Biden had never taken a single dime directly, it wouldn't matter because he was still engaging in this corruption for a thing of value which would be benefiting family members financially. But again, there's abundant evidence that that money and likely lots of it made it directly back to Joe Biden. Okay, treat it as open lines. There's so much going on right now between uh, Israel's fight for its survival in the Mideast, what it would take for America to get involved, the killing of an American uh, by Iran slash Hezbollah this afternoon and more. Uh, And we'll get to the phone lines. I see we have Colonel Kurt as well. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. As an Ivy League graduate who knows the value of a liberal education, I have one piece of advice for the youth of America. Don't go to college. And if you absolutely have to go, don't go to an elite college. Because as recent events have shown, it just makes you stupid. There are 
few, if any, positives to come out of what happened in Israel, but one of them is opening America's eyes to how higher education has become indoctrination into a stew of bad ideas, among them the simplistic notion that the world is a binary place where everyone is either an oppressor or oppressed. In the case of Israel, oppressors being babies and bubbas. The same students who will tell you that words are violence and silence is violence were very supportive when Hamas terrorists went on a rape and murder rampage worthy of the Vikings. They knew where to point the fingers at the murdered, and then it was off to ethics class. Uh, perfectly said by Bill Maher. 855-405-8255. If I spoken those words on the show before, certainly not to Bill Maher. In fact, he walked off the show after one particularly heated exchange. Legendary exchange, yes. Yes, in which I was 100% right, and he knew it. That's why he left. Wow, and he never yeah. came back. Never came back. You want to try reaching out to him again? Badge of honor. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I gotta tell you, I, I respect him for the honesty of, of some things he's saying these days. And, uh, and he's really ticking off the left in the process, and I respect that as well. Let's go to the phone lines, talk to uh, one of our favorite people in the entire world, Colonel Kurt Dale from Parker, Colorado. Colonel, we were talking about you Saturday night. Amy and I went to uh, the Avalanche game, and it was just fantastic. That is such a good team. So we're at the Avalanche game, the arena's full, the energy's high, and, and we were just talking about how we've never heard an arena louder, other than when the Nuggets won the, the world championship, the NBA Finals. Then when you were introduced at a Nuggets game and pictures of you were put up on the big screen, you in your flight suit, you in your astronaut suit, everything else, and that place just exploded. So um, so fond memories. How you doing, Colonel? Boy, you get extremely well uh, and uh, just delighted uh, to uh, get a chance to talk to you. Thanks so much for that experience. But uh, we... Uh, and probably better press on. I wanted to uh, draw a parallel, if I could, between LBJ and Biden. You know, I had uh, the 1965, 67, 72, and 73 tours uh, flying combat in uh, Vietnam, and I got to see a pretty good panorama of uh, Johnson. Johnson dived into uh, the Gulf of Tonkin Lie uh, to be a wartime president. And uh, he got his wish. Uh, Biden is uh, suggesting, even saying, uh, that he's a wartime president now. For whatever reason, a president here and there uh, wants uh, to be a wartime president. I guess they could wear it like a uh, badge of honor or something. Uh, But Biden is attempting to insert himself into the decisions that Israel and Netanyahu are making. Hopefully, uh, uh, BB will... uh, ignore the inputs that Joe makes and uh, focus on victory. LBJ and Robert uh, Strange McNamara made the decisions the general should have uh, made uh, in Vietnam all the way from the uh, Oval Office, and he never focused on victory. Biden and Secretary of Defense Austin are equally adept. I think I could say that because they demonstrated it in Afghanistan and uh, are now wanting to limit the uh, Israeli Defense Force from striking. Well, uh, LBJ had to skip running for his second term due to his war record, and it appears that we have uh, we are closer and closer to boots on the ground in Israel. If so, 
I'm afraid that Biden and uh, Austin can do uh, what Johnson and McNamara did by uh, screwing it up, and uh, uh, we'll end up with a lot of uh, Americans uh, uh, dead, maimed, because of their pussyfooting around. And that's just sort of an, an uh, reflection and applying what I'm seeing today. I appreciate that, Colonel. And those who know you from the show know that uh, you put your life on the line for this country over and over and over again in extremely high-risk missions. And and so you, uh, you have absolutely earned the right, so much more so than a guy like me, to comment on this. If you were in charge, if you were in charge, if you were president of the United States right now, what would you do with regard to the Mideast? Well, I certainly would... Uh either well I, I think the first thing I have to do is to focus on Iran that's that's the problem that we've got I think that uh, uh, Biden is uh, by releasing the six billion dollars and I, uh, I've heard other term uh, uh, amounts of ten billion dollars and Lord only knows what all he has fed into it over the years. He has a history of that. And so that is the focus. They are the people that have put together the, if you will, the allied nations of Islam against Israel. And uh, so I think that we would have to step in and go for that, not just to try to limit the repeated incursions from uh, Hamas and Hezbollah into uh, the, uh, uh, the landmass of uh, Israel itself. And, and Colonel, can I ask you this one key question before the half hour ends, and that is, under what circumstances, if any, should there be American boots on the ground? When, when we start getting people killed, even if they're standing uh, standing by nearby, or if they have a particular purpose for being in country, at that point in time, I'm afraid we're involved. I think that's exactly the sort of thing, though, that pulled us into the uh, Vietnam War, as I said, the Gulf of Tonkin. That slipped us into it, and then it's almost impossible to get out. Colonel, why don't we do this? Sorry to interrupt. The music going now. You know what we need to do? Let's set up a time in the next week or two and get you back in studio and just spend an hour with your take on all of this. I know you just had a chance to scratch the surface there, but but let's do a deep dive. I I think all of us would love to get your take on this, including whether there should be American involvement on the ground under any circumstances. Back soon. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Just another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. That's my Sunday. I don't have to run day. Just another manic Monday. But the reason why despising Israel became pretty much a requirement of the American left is colleges, elite colleges, the mouth of the river from which this and all manner of radical left, illiberal, yes, illiberal nonsense flows. Supporting all black, that is, segregated dorms, segregated graduation ceremonies and orientation programs, which occur on hundreds of campuses, is illiberal. So is the racism against Asian applicants and chasing speakers off of campus. <laughs> when the First Amendment Watchdog Group Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression began ranking colleges based on their commitment to free speech and inquiry, Harvard came in dead last. There's only one set of acceptable opinions on campus, and it's policed hard. The old dorm room bull sessions, <laughs> it's less risky shooting the sh in Scientology. Pilmar, 537-855-405-8255. The number text Dan, D-A-N, 57739. What about this? Have you heard this story? It's just happened. Pilot in the U.S., commercial airline pilot, just tried to crash a full airliner and kill everybody on board. Why do you think that happened? What do you think was going on here? Let me give you the story. Even Ryan seems intrigued by this. Off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot riding in the cockpit jump seat tried to shut down the engines mid-flight. Now, is there a clue? Is there a clue in the route? The San Francisco-bound Horizon Air flight safely diverted to Portland, where the accused pilot is now facing dozens of count of attempted murder and reckless endangerment. A pilot riding in the extra seat in the cockpit of a passenger jet tried to shut down the engines in mid-flight and had to be subdued by the two pilots Sunday, according to Alaska Airlines. The San Francisco-bound flight was being operated by Alaska subsidiary Horizon Air from Everett, Washington to San Francisco on Sunday when it was diverted to Portland. And then it goes on to talk about how Joseph David Emerson, 44, facing 89 uh, counts of attempted murder. So what do you think happened there? I obviously snapped for some reason, but there had to be some degree you would think of pre-planning or calculation on his part, right? Well, fa factor this in, super sleuth. Here's another story. Stunned neighbors of Alaska Airlines pilot and fantastic father, Joseph Emerson, come out in support of him as he's charged with 83 counts of attempted murder 
after trying to shut down the plane's engine. Now, this just happened yesterday. Shocked neighbors in his California community said he's a loving husband and father to his two young sons and did not seem to have any issues. You look at pictures of the guy, he looks as happy and normal as Ryan Schuling. Beautiful young wife, beautiful young kids dressed in American flag shirts. How do you explain that? Did he say anything when trying to commandeer the plane? Were there any words, any kind of reports on what he said? You know, we don't have that yet. Good question. Good question, my inquisitive friend. But just from the evidence available, none of us can know, right? We don't have enough information to draw conclusions. But in terms of fair questions, do you do you agree that a fair question is raised by the route itself? Yep. Everett, Washington, mm-hmm. to San Francisco. You mentioned a lot of really blue cities and some far-left places there, Dan. What else do they have in common? Mary Jane. Everett, Washington. Mm-hmm. Legalized marijuana. Oh, I think it's the Legalized first Legalized marijuana. Yeah, the, chemical, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, I'm not drawing any conclusions, right? This is the first I've heard of this story. But when you see crazy things like this, like how many people here in Colorado have jumped through windows, jumped off balconies, etc., after ingesting this high-potency TNC, THC, pardon me, that's yeah. pushed so hard by Governor Polis and the left. How many people have killed themselves in bizarre ways, done bizarre things, etc.? You know, it uh, multiple stories out there. Well, here's one. Passengers have said they were told Joseph David Emerson had a, quote, mental breakdown before he allegedly tried to turn the engines off midair from the jump seat on Sunday evening. I mean, we had that one beautiful young family. Beautiful young family. Kind of a stone's throw. Well, it have to be a pretty good throw from here. Beautiful wife, beautiful kids, husband, everybody's close, everybody's wonderful. You know, he starts using so-called legalized marijuana. Next thing he knows, pulls out a gun and he's freaking out and he shoots and kills his wife. And, and what people miss is they think, well, Dan, you know... Marijuana can't get you that impaired. No, you're missing the point. First of all, it don't even call it marijuana, okay? It's crackawana with the THC potencies. Used to be all this all this dangerous marijuana out there used to be two to four percent THC. This stuff now the left is peddling with Polis's blessing and protection. You know, that this stuff, this so called legalized marijuana, now in different forms, often the THC content runs up to eighty, ninety percent or higher. That that ain't even marijuana anymore. Hey, Dan, you do know what... A voice from above. <laughs> you do know Horizon Air, what it's actually called in Alaska and that part of the country. Hmm. Horizon Scare. Horizon Scare. Yeah. 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 It's, like Spirit Airlines. Um, the only thing that no, arrives is your spirit. No, it's 100% <laughs> worse. Uh, I have flown to Alaska probably, I don't know, Yeah. Um, double digits, and I've had to fly Horizon Scare. And, yeah, it's not but good. No matter how scary it is, the pilots aren't trying to kill you. Of Well, I don't know. Because they'd have to kill that? themselves. That always gives me great comfort when I get on a plane, right? The pilot wants to get there, too. Right? So, no, all I'm saying is this. And let me finish my last point, which is, which I was stumbling my way to, which is, yeah, people say, well, marijuana isn't going to get you that baked that you want to crash a plane. No, I mean, 
the impairment piece of it is huge and it's deadly and there are all sorts of dead and broken bodies all over Colorado roadways because of legalized marijuana impairment. That's a fact. But what we're talking about with these people who are jumping off balconies and roofs and, and doing just crazy things, we're talking about something different than impairment. We're talking about psychotic breaks. We're talking about psychotic breaks caused by THC ingestion. And, and it doesn't have to be a chronic user with large amounts. It affects different users differently. That's what we're talking about. Now, I don't know whether that's what happened with this pilot, but I can promise you this. If it is what happened with this pilot, you're probably never going to know about it. Because all these governments that are lining their pockets with money from drug sales, from marijuana sales, they've got a vested interest to keep from you the truth of the enormous harms being caused by legalized marijuana. So if that's what caused this, you're probably never going to know it. Now, a little bit of an asterisk on that. Because it involves a federal aircraft, yeah, better chance that you would find out in the end, right? Because those investigations are different. So, yeah, yeah, better chance you find out here. But all of this bloodshed, all of this disaster, all of this chaos and harm, being caused by legalized marijuana, you think there's any concentrated effort by these governments that are feeding off it to aggregate and report to you that data? Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. 855-405-8255, the number. So that doesn't happen every day, so I want to make sure we got you that. Uh, When we come back, I want to talk to you about the great sadness of an American now killed by Iran in Israel, killed by Hezbollah on the northern border. He's um, uh, an American fighting for IDF. He's an Israeli-American fighting for IDF, and he was killed today. And it goes into the broader subject that we were talking about at the beginning of the show. And then Colonel Kerr touched on a couple of minutes ago, which is, you know, under what circumstances is it most likely that America would get involved? And I think it's clearly if Iran comes over that northern border and floods Israel with um, Hezbollah. 855-405-8255, the number. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. an Israeli interrogation video of a Hamas militant who participated in the October 7th massacre. I do need to warn our viewers, what I am about to describe is incredibly graphic, but it gives new details on what took place two weeks ago. In the video, you see a Hamas militant. He is in a white cloth jumpsuit sitting across from an Israeli interrogator. That interrogator is asking him questions. This militant was captured outside of Alumim, a small community, a kibbutz that sits on the border with Gaza. In the video, he describes the preparation and coordination for this assault on southern Israel. He talks about a telegram group that Hamas fighters had and they were communicating as the massacre took place, sending videos as they got them, as they were killing civilians in their homes. Please, Fox, not you two. Do not call these fighters. These are the opposite of fighters. These are cowards. They are savages. They are terrorists. Fox News has obtained and reviewed... I'll get to the next installment of that report. And this interrogator asks him about Islam, and he acknowledges that in the religion, you are told not to kill, 
women, children, and elderly people. But he describes what Hamas commanders told them to do. He says that commanders said they could do whatever they felt like doing and that this was a suicide mission, telling them they should not plan on coming back. New details about what exactly was going through the minds of these militants as they entered and slaughtered so many innocent people. He says commanders told them to step on the heads of civilians, to behead them and do whatever they felt like. He went on to talk about how Hamas and ISIS are being compared. The interrogator asked him about this comparison, and he agreed. He said, we burned, we slaughtered and beheaded people. Hmm. And then... He went on to ask more questions. And this interrogator was pushing this Hamas fighter and this militant to Not get more fighter. information from him. And he said, we became animals, things that humans do not do. And when the interrogator asked him, what type of things did you do to these civilians after? Just a warning here. And there was a warning earlier in the broadcast itself. But uh, just a warning about what's to come here. We killed them. He described them. And we can't describe them to you because they are too graphic to explain on television. But it gives you a sense of what exactly took place. More than 1,400 Israelis slaughtered at the hands of Hamas militants who entered southern Israel on October 7th, starting this conflict that's erupted behind us. And we do know by this video that we obtained and reviewed, they were given coordinated, specific plans to come into Israel and put all beliefs aside with one goal in mind, to inflict as much terror on the civilian population here as possible. And that really dictates what must happen, right? And, you know, we've all heard since we were the littlest of kids, never forget, never forget, never forget, right? And of every nation on the face of the earth, the one that can never forget is Israel. You know, the Holocaust. No nation on the face of the earth should ever forget the Holocaust. And Israel can't afford to forget what happened on October 7th, not for the purpose of vengeance, but but for the practical purpose of eliminating this existential threat. Obviously, what you heard in that report, and, you know, it didn't get into some of the detail I thought it was going to, but, but you've already heard those details anyway, and we've talked about them on the show, right? It, it was so far beyond even the worst of human savagery that we're familiar with. That you, you cannot allow that enemy. We're not talking about any religion. We're not talking about any group of people. We're talking about a particular enemy with a particular ideology and a particular mission it will die for every day of the week, which is to kill you, to kill you, Israel, in, in the most, in one by one, in the most savage, imaginable way. You've got to destroy that enemy. Now, obviously, that the great challenge superhuman challenge for israel is to do what it must do destroy this enemy while sparing civilians because there are so many innocent people in gaza who are themselves prisoners of hamas and have led horrific lives torturous lives because of not israel but because of hamas so this is a a challenge one of the greatest challenges ever faced by a nation israel must eradicate hamas but it must do everything humanly possible to protect civilians, something Hamas not only doesn't care about, but Hamas revels in that the death and bloodshed of, of the civilians of Gaza because they think it helps Hamas. Yeah. Phyllis in beautiful Pueblo, Colorado, you're on the Dane Kaplan Show. Welcome. 
Yeah, this is still, I, I found it hard to believe that uh, that earlier caller. Uh... <laughs> Ryan's waving me off. You know, we don't censor here. Why did you just wave me off that call? Because I think that was the previous caller disguising his voice. <laughs> Can we go back and find out? Uh, go ahead. Phyllis? Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're funny. <laughs> you were right, Ryan. You were right. I thought so. <laughs> I'm kind of a prankster myself. And one re- recognizes oh, the other. Oh, man. <laughs> what, a, what a way to end the show, though. Yeah, by, by the way, the, <laughs> the earlier caller we, we had taken, and the earlier caller started by... Uh, just making playground comments about Islam. Well, denigrating the Quran. Yeah, yeah, we're not yeah, here to and, do that. No, no, no. And uh, no, we don't do that here. So he calls back and pretends to be Phyllis from Pueblo. Did not do a very good job of that either. I don't think he meant to do a very good job. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. outed him pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, he succeeded at being bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah way to go, Kelly. Oh, no, Kelly. Hey. Yeah, blame me. No, we, never gonna, we don't censor here. That's part of the beauty of the show, right? We take on all comers. We, you we got to call us yourself, yeah. though. You can't yeah. pretend to be somebody else. I don't know. Why not? Okay. <laughs> hey, we, we're not afraid of anybody here. Brian, great job. Thank you. Kelly, you as well. Thanks for being here today. Please join us tomorrow on the Dan Kaplan Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.